Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. So us three ladies um, have the honor of getting to share um, together staff leadership, be fun. which is yeah. the coolest thing. Just getting to sit up here with you girls is actually my dream, and I realize I've prayed for this my whole life, Aww. to get to do things like this with people like you. And so I'm so I thankful for that. you guys. I second that. And I'm in the fight because of both of you, and I am planted because of both of you, and I'm mm. so thankful for both of you. Yeah. Um, I'm so thankful for pastors that um, see potential in every single person. Yeah. Like We are all on the other side of how they believe and yeah, see people. Yeah. Right. Each one of us is on the other side yeah, of it because right, they're not right. out to build um, a church based on one or two personalities, right, on the right. gifts and talents of a few, but on the sacrifices of many. And so they are never thinking, what do I have? They are always thinking, God, who have you trusted right. us with? Yeah. And how can we <coughs> raise them up yeah. into their calling so they are running full speed ahead ahead for your kingdom yep. to make the name of Jesus known. We're not after any other name but the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, um, and so today we're going to be um, talking about something that has um, changed all three of our lives, yeah. um, how we pastor. Um, this is something that truly has transformed um, not just how Adrian and I lead, how we lead, um, but how I lead myself, how I right. see who my Jesus is, um, right. and how he leads me. Um, and I want to make sure that we take a little bit of time, because how we pastor, um, I remember when I first heard it, um, the title pastor had never been said to me. Um, I was never called that. Um, and so I was like, okay, so this is for someday when I am a pastor. No, actually, um, in the scripture, both Paul and Peter, um, who were rocks in the early church, defined pastor as a shepherd of the flock. Um, and it, it was a verb. It was to feed, to care for, to guide, to protect. Awesome. Um, you don't have to have the title leader. You're not called Leader Maddie to lead. Right. Um, you don't right. have to have the title pastor, Pastor yeah, Marty, right. to pastor people. Right. Um, it is a verb first. Yeah, um, we care great. for people. Um, we are all pastored and we all pastor. We are all yeah, led great. and we lead. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to set that up. Chris is about to take us away. Um, but I want to set that up so that all of us have our hearts open to this is for now, this moment, when we walk out of here to be different in how we lead, yeah. care for, feed, Great. guide, protect, and raise up other leaders. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Cool. So I think when we talk about this, like, ways that we pastor um, or the ways that we lead, it's really important to, like, know why this matters yeah. so much. And yeah. the reason why is because, um, like, none of our leaders come ready-made. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wasn't ready-made. Like, none of us in this room came ready-made. Um, so the question is really, like, who have you developed? Yes. And I love that our pastors lead that way. Um, they're constantly saying, like, who's coming after you? Yeah. yeah. And I like that a win in our environment is defined by, like, who has replaced you. Yeah. Like, yes. have you raised somebody up to do your job, and have you raised them to do it better than you're doing it right, right. now? Yeah. Right. That's you know, great. Culturally, yeah. that's opposite. Like, culture yeah. tells us, like, no, make sure that nobody can take your job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But here, like, in our context of this church, it's always, like, who can I raise up, mm -hmm. and who can I put on my shoulders so that they can do a much better job yeah. Yeah. Awesome. than I ever thought of? But mm -hmm. with that, we have to remember that nobody comes ready-made. Right. Yeah. Um, and any time that we try and stick ready-made into our church, it doesn't seem to go too well for us. <laughs> so, um, I think that's good to remember too. Like, I love that this is the way Pastor Benedesca teaches us is that people 
cannot just be scheduled. Yeah. They need to be pastored. Yeah. That's great. Um, and yeah. so, like, what is your end goal? Because yeah. uh, those of us in this room right here, if it's like just making sure that our roster is filled on Sunday, we're missing it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not just, is your roster filled and did yeah. everybody confirm? Yeah. Have you connected with your leaders? Yes. Great. Have you asked how their week was? Yeah. Have you checked in with them to see what's going on in their life, what they're praying for, what they're believing for? Make sure that you're not just scheduling, but that yeah. people actually need to be discipled and, and just lean, lean into their lives more. Yeah. And we also say this a lot, and it's, we can't have set it and forget it leaders. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's easy to like, when you got people that you know are just good for it, it's easy to just kind of check that off your brain. Like they're good yeah. for it, they're good yeah. for it. It's all good, it's all good. I don't know your phone. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but that's not the kind of leaders like that we want to build. Yeah. We don't ever want to create a culture of set it and forget it. That's yeah. not who we are at New Heart Church. Yeah. We're making sure that people are, um, cared for and leaned into no matter what. Like, yeah. yes, we want uncomplicated leaders, um, but that doesn't mean that just because they're uncomplicated doesn't mean that they're there yet. Right? Yes. You know, so yeah. if you have somebody uncomplicated on your team, that's awesome. We can't assume that they're good for it all the time. We got to yeah. make sure that we're still leaning in yes. and checking yeah. in yes. and not just yes. checking the box. Like, yes. hey, they're good to go. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. That's not how we care. And that's not how yeah. we lead. When I think about what Pastor Courtney was just saying, like being the shepherd and being that verb yeah. of what it means to be a leader and yeah. pastor, like, we would never just assume that yeah. somebody's good for it. Right? Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want somebody to assume that you're good for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, and when I say good, good for it, I'm not just talking about the task. I mean, like, are you good right now? Yeah. Like, Bree, yeah. are you good right now? How's yeah. your soul? How's yeah. your life? Right. Yeah. I, I know Bree's awesome. Yeah. But I'm not going to assume that she doesn't have a life. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and like things going on that need to be talked about. Yeah. So you wouldn't want somebody to assume that of you. Make yeah. sure that we don't assume that yeah. of our team. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think one of the the best ways I can describe this, I guess, would just be to tell a story about myself. Mm-hmm. Like when I came into this environment, I for sure was not ready-made. Um, when I started coming to New Heart, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I had vision, <laughs> I had purpose, I knew that I was called. I didn't know what to do with any of that. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until like I sat side by side with Pastor Jess for literally like months, yeah. days, years, of just hearing her, yeah. listening to her. Yeah. Um, she, like I didn't, I started doing creative stuff here at New Heart Church seven years ago. I had never touched the software before. Yeah. I had never seen what Illustrator looks like yeah. or graphic design. Yes, I was creative. I had tons of ideas, but was I willing to let my ideas be shaped mm. and molded? Really that was good. the thing yeah. I had to ask myself yeah. and I had to be good for. Yeah. Um, and so whenever I started learning from Pastor Jess and hearing her explain to me, this is how we want to express our vision at New Heart Church. This mm-hmm. is the language we would use. Yeah. Um, instead of this, let's try that. And I let her shape me, mold me. I was open to it. Yeah. I, listened, I was hungry for it. Yeah. That's when things started to change for me. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, like I came in, I had tons of ideas, but I think this question that we have to keep asking ourselves as leaders in the second chair, which is all of us in this yes. room, mm-hmm. that's so is good. we have to keep asking ourselves, am I willing to lay down my own ideas? so that I can learn how to reflect this house. That's yeah. So, um, so that I can understand how to reflect this house through vision. Yeah. Um, and so what I would say to that is two things that I would add to this before we really dive into the ways we pastor is one, be a note taker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, don't just take notes when it's obvious. Yeah. Uh, take notes when it's not obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any opportunity you have. So like, first of all, 
I would say this, you can learn from anyone. Yeah. You can learn from your peers. Yeah. You can learn from the kids that are checking into kids' church on a Sunday yes. morning. Yes. You can learn from their parents yeah. who are dropping their kids off. Uh -huh. You can learn from, of course, 100% our pastors. Mm -hmm. But I would say, like, don't be somebody who find yourself in moments that you could probably learn and you didn't take notes. Yeah. Mm, Let's yeah. be the kind of team that is constantly taking Great. notes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember my first staff meeting with Pastor Ben and mostly because I was terrified. Um, <laughs> no, but I came into this meeting. I'd never been in a staff meeting of any kind before. And when I came into the meeting, I was scared to death because I felt like I was nowhere near old enough to be in the room. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't feel qualified, but I'll never forget Pastor Ben's literal first sentence was, we opened in prayer, and I wrote this down in my journal. He opened the meeting in prayer, and then he said, let's spend the first few minutes talking about wins and opportunities from Sunday. The reason I wrote it down in my journal was because of his language. I knew right away the kind of environment I was in mm -hmm. because he didn't say, let's talk about the wins and everything we sucked at. Yeah. He didn't say, let's talk about the wins and everything that was awful. Yeah. He said, let's talk about the wins and the opportunities. Yeah. And as my leader, he was my leader. He is my leader in that room. I wanted to write that down right. because yeah. I knew this is the kind of, this is how we lead. Right. Yeah. We see opportunities. We don't see problems. Yeah. And so um, that's what I mean. When you're in a room, yeah. take notes on the things that aren't obvious. Yeah. Take notes on the way that a meeting is started. Yeah. Take notes on the way that your leaders are communicating to you. Mm -hmm. Not just the thing that they're saying, but what are they not saying yeah. that we can yeah. learn from. Right. Yeah, that's um, good. We should be open Oof. to every side yes. of note taking in any moment yeah. that we can. Don't wait for them to ask you to get your notepad out. Yeah. Take notes, yeah. no matter what. Be that yeah. hungry yeah. to learn and grow in this environment. Yeah. And I will tell you this, it is good soil. Yeah. So if, if so we can good. take notes like this as a team, imagine how this can push our church forward. Right. Yeah. Imagine how this can encourage the people that are actually watching you, yeah. that are looking for ways that they can learn and grow. Yeah. If we're this kind of example, they'll see that too. Yeah. And the second one I would add to this before we really jump in is what kind of coach are you? Mm. Um, when we're talking about the ways that we pastor, I think it's important to, to realize that, um, you know, there's probably, there's two sides of this. Uh, everybody probably wants to coach a winning team. Mm -hmm. um, that seems easy, right? And, and the coaching, the, the tough moments seem kind of challenging. But I would say this, like, don't set it and forget it with the winning team. Yeah. Um, if things are going great on your team, we have to learn how to coach that. Yeah. We can't just say, oh, it's good. Like, yeah. we, don't, we don't get to bow out when it's great. Right. As a coach, we have to learn how to lean in mm -hmm. and coach the good yes. moments. Oof. We yeah. can't just coach the moments that are tough. Yeah. Um, we have to be present for both sides. Awesome. That's good. When I think about this, I think about, like, LeBron James because he's awesome. He is. He's, he's my favorite <laughs> basketball yes. player. But he's honestly, he's one of the best players in the game right now. Yeah. He needs a coach. <laughs> He yeah. needs yeah. a coach. Yeah. And imagine the skill that that must require from that coach. That's crazy. To coach somebody yeah. who's that talented. Yeah. And, and when I think about, think about yourself so for good. a minute. Like, there's things that you're good at. Yeah. Don't you want somebody to lean into your life and help you make that even better? Yes. So for the people on our team, we've got to make sure that we see the things yeah. that we can coach and encourage and help them get even better at the yeah. things they're already good at. Yeah. And so good. also the things that they need to work on. Right. Yeah. And then I would say for us, as leaders that are learners, we're in the second chair, all of us in this room, make sure you're good for both sides of the coin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can't just be open to the coaching that's good, that feels good. Yeah. We gotta be open to the coaching that helps us get better yeah. on, in every way. Yeah. And I would say this too, like, don't let your insecurities keep you from learning. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> how many times has your coach told you how awesome you are at something 
and then the one time they lean into your life and help you with something that might feel a little bit more painful, that's all you remember. Mm. Let's not let that be our story. Yeah. Make sure that as you absorb coaching that you remind yourself yeah. of both. Right. Man, my coach loves me and believes in me. They've encouraged me more than anything. And yes, there was something that was a little painful that I have to work on, but remember both and. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As, yeah. as you're absorbing that kind of coaching, we have to be good for both. Yeah. In order, and, and as we're good for both, that's going to help you as you lean into someone else's yeah. life. Yeah. Um, because you know what it feels like yeah. to be on the other side. And you know how, that, how you respond. Make sure you respond in a way that like when you lead someone else, yeah. you're ready for that moment. Right. Yes. Because you've received that moment. Yeah. You're ready for that moment. So yeah. I think as we dive into these things, those are just a couple of things that will help us remember right. how to absorb, how to take in, how to lean yeah. into both sides. Because yeah. we have a really unique opportunity as second yeah. chair leaders. Yeah. Like some of us in this room, you're not a team leader yet. Yet. You're not somebody who's, you know, like scheduling all the time yet, but you are somebody who's learning. Yeah. I'm somebody who's learning in this yeah. environment. We've never arrived yet. So yeah. it's really important to remember um, wherever you're at on team here um, that none of us are ever going to arrive. Right. Yeah. And so for us, like it's as so our good. pastors pour into us, it's so important that we, that we do this well, yeah. that we follow well, yeah. that we lean into this leadership yeah. stuff well. Yeah. So that as we grow, we can help other people see the way. Yeah. Like, hey, come on. Like, just, just follow. We got this. I can show you what this looks like. Like, let your life be an example to every single person that's following yeah. you. So yeah. Pastor Courtney is going to set us off here with the ways that we pastor. Awesome. And there's three ways that we do this. Three ways. Right? Three. Three. Anonymity, immeasurement, and irrelevance. So these are three things that we seek to eradicate in how we pastor people. Um... Anonymity is the one that I'm going to be focusing on, and I'll say it one more time. Anonymity, immeasurement, we made up the word, but it's a good word, and irrelevance. Always made up. Oh, well done, Thor. Anyway, um, <laughs> anonymity, no one is invisible. No one on our team is invisible. Um, I loved what Carissa was saying about um, that, um, that we don't just assume everyone's good for it. We assume they're good for it, but we don't assume they're good for it. Um, we, um, we believe the best, but we double check the heart always. Awesome. We do so right. many heart checks. Um, actually believing the best is double checking the heart because right. we realize that most of the time people don't want the crud that's in their heart, but they mm -hmm. don't know how to get it out. Yeah. Um, and so anonymity is about making sure that people are seen, that they are loved and valued and believed in, that they know that, that we communicate that over and over and over and over again. Because once, once you get, like once you're in this room, usually you kind of get a sense of like, I'm loved. Mm -hmm. um, and like what Carissa was saying, like, um, you know what, coaching actually starts to sound like love to you. Mm -hmm. Like you actually, you actually can hear that. Like there's enough that has been like cleared away from your eardrums of that junk that the world like that just living life sometimes puts there where you hear the negative more than the positive. Once you're in this culture for a while, you start to sense like, oh my gosh, whether I'm being coached and told I'm awesome or whether I'm being coached and told like, hey, like I heard you respond this way. What about this? When you're called higher instead of being called out over and over and over, That's you start to sense awesome. that that actually is a blessing, that that actually is being loved, that you're yeah. actually believed in, that when you're coached, it's because people see the best in you, that they don't just say like, oh, just put that one on the bench because I can't work with them, but you're, you're the star player. You're the one right. that people are leaning into. I love this um, yeah. that Carissa gave me language for um, years and years ago that like she would beg to be coached because she was like, I know that the, co that the person who's coached the most is the one that's believed the most in. Mm -hmm. and she was like, I wanna be coached, coach me, don't stop coaching me, that mm -hmm. helps me. Um, and so we want to lean in yeah, to being coached 
and we want to be coached. Mm -hmm. um, really, the way that you allow yourself to be coached is how other people will receive your coaching. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can't receive feedback, when you give feedback, you will find magnified in the person you're coaching the same thing that's in your heart. So if you have in your heart any bit of pride, if there's pride in your heart that, when some, that you always push back, like, well, you don't know what happened. Well, you're going to find that in every person you try to coach. Yeah. Until that's out of your heart, you'll find it in every leader that you lead. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm saying that because I've discovered that. Yes. yes. <laughs> and that's a blast. Yeah. Um, so, so lean in and make sure that you lean into being coached. Yeah. That's great. Um, make sure you lean into being seen. It sounds lovely to say, oh, I want to be seen. Do you? Um, <laughs> because a few, a few <laughs> years into this house, I, God told me, like, expose yourself. And I was like, that sounds vulnerable. Um, and it is. Um, it's extremely it's vulnerable. Cool. And it's, it's uncomfortable to be um, fully exposed um, and to trust um, fully that what I'm letting this person see um, and letting them coach. I would try to perfect myself um, before other people had to perfect me. I would come in and say to a meeting um, where I knew I was going to be coached and try to share all the things I'd done wrong first so that I didn't have to be right. coached. I was trying to coach myself um, and not trusting. And the moment so I leaned in and just came in and said, what do you have for me? I was able to start hearing both the positive and the opportunity. It's great. It's great. And the ways I needed to get um, moved forward. So we want to be known, um, but some things we don't want people to know about us. Mm -hmm. um, anonymity, as leaders, we need to lead people not just in knowing them, but lead them in, this is how to be known. Awesome. This is how to trust me enough to let yourself be known here, let yourself be seen here. Mm -hmm. I love you enough that you're safe, that I'm actually gonna help you grow, right. mm -hmm. and that it's a good thing. Um, so, anonymity, no one is invisible, everybody is known. So, for people we lead, how well do you know them? How well do you really know them? Um, what's their current story? Not, not what's their story when you had that first coffee with them six months ago. What's their story today? What are they walking through today? Do you know? Um, that, that their kid just got in trouble at school, that they text you and say, please pray for prayer. I had to leave work and go do this. Um, like, do, they, do you know that their kid's having a birthday party this Saturday and that that's actually a huge deal for them um, because they had two miscarriages before this kid Ooh. and that the first year birthday is a huge deal um, and that you're figuring out, you know what, even if I maybe, maybe can't be there in person, did I get them a gift? Did I celebrate? Did I phone call? Did I FaceTime? Um, do you know their current... That's awesome. Story. How are you staying involved yeah. in their current story um, and leading other people on your team to do the same? Right. Because this isn't just saying, like, I'm going to be the best one and knowing on. everybody. That's great. This is, there's got to be someone you can identify close to you who's your next mm -hmm. um, to say, like, hey, like, I want you to know people on this team right. like I know people on this team. I want to teach you how we care for people the way I've been taught to care for people, and I want you to encourage their story. So mm. I'm reaching out to this person, but will you reach out to this person? Or oh, hey team, we need to be praying for this person. You're leading your entire team right. in how to care for people. You're awesome. not just saying yeah. like, I'm gonna connect people to me, but I'm gonna connect people to the life-giving community that is this house yep. and what God has called us to. Yep. Um, what's their current story? Um, what's the last thing they heard God say? You know, we've gotta lean into these questions of like, how are they talking to God? You know. People will come and they'll plant because they're like, God's doing something here. There's something yeah. I can sense here. And that's the presence of God. 
But if the only place they feel the presence of God is here, that's when you start noticing, like, okay, they're doing awesome on a Sunday and a Monday and a Tuesday, but then by Friday, things feel awkward again. Things feel strange again, and it's like we have to reset every Sunday. Well, okay, teach them how to be in the presence of God on Monday morning, on Tuesday morning, on Thursday morning, on Friday night. How are they listening to the Holy Spirit when they're with their friends mm -hmm. so that they can hear from Him for themselves? We want them to be, lean into being taught, but then let's teach them how to lean into the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and ask them those questions. So we need to be asking people, um, not just people we lead, people that we're just close to, what's the last thing you heard God say? Because right. that's the question that often will reveal to you what's their walk with God look yeah. like? Great. When did they last hear from God? Because if it was a few months ago, guys, God talks every day. Mm -hmm. yeah. God talks every moment. God's voice is, is a river always rushing by. It doesn't dry up. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like a puddle, like, oh, it rained one time. It's not, it's not that. Good. It's a river that never runs dry. And so teaching them, like, what's the last thing you heard God say? Well, uh, I was praying about this. How do you pray? How do you talk to God? How do you read the scripture? How do you hear from him? Um, those are important questions to ask to eradicate anonymity um, and make sure that people are known and their stories are known today. Um, what are some signs of anonymity in your team, in your connect group, um, in your circle of friends? Um, people getting out of leadership. Um, bad attitudes. You know, that's a symptom. We're not like, get rid of the bad attitude. We're, we're wondering, what is that? What, what's underneath that? That's just on the surface. What's underneath that um, that's causing this to bubble up? Because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. Um, so we're going to lean into that with patience, gentleness, and directness. Hey, um, if, it, felt like you, it felt like that made you really frustrated. Is that, is that right? Do you feel that right now? Okay, talk to me. What, what's going on? What are you feeling? What's, what's happening right now? Like lean into those moments. We don't let bad attitudes go by. We don't let, not even just with, with, with us. Like right. if, I, if I see someone be short, I saw Pastor Ben do this once. Um, he wasn't even leading. I mean, he leads every team. But um, he was just in the room when um, there was a team working. And one of the guys said to somebody else something really, really harsh. And instead of being like, oh, they'll take care of it, Pastor Ben, I saw him think about it, pray about it, and then he went and talked to the guy. Wow. And I was like, hey, that's not how we talk to people. What's going on in your life? Um, we always call higher. We don't call out. He didn't call him out so that every well, we were like, Courtney, shut it down. He brought him aside right. and loved him in that moment. Right. Loved him enough to say something. Right. Um, something that I always think about with anonymity is, um, would I talk to my little sister about this? I know that's um, maybe a funny way. But I love my sister so much that when she's, when she's not acting right, I don't, I don't call her out. But I'm like, Toya, like, how, how are you? Like, what's going on here? And then I'll find out what's happening in her world. Mm -hmm. But I notice that there's sometimes with people that I don't want to lean into that. And I'm like, it's not actually because I love them that I don't want to lean into it. Because I love my sister more than anything on this earth. And I lean into every moment if I'm tired or not tired. Mm -hmm. I take that phone call no matter what because it's my sister and I love her. And so love actually makes us lean into those moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel a desire to lean out, um, pray, ask God, God, help me to love this person more. That's good. Because yeah. that's a sign of like a heart capacity to love somebody mm -hmm. and to lean in. Um, so other things to look at. Um, if the person doesn't show up, if someone's just not showing up and not communicating about it, or if they are communicating about it and it's not relational and it's, it's very transactional, like, hey, I'm not going to be there tonight, no context, no nothing that that signals something that like oh this person 
doesn't understand the power of their presence. This person doesn't good. understand that That's they're good, seen good. and that they're valued. And that when awesome. they're not here, we feel that. They right. don't understand that they don't have a role to fill, but that their presence, their unique personal presence matters in this house. That's great. Because we don't, we don't respond like it's a job. Because it's not a job, it's a calling. And when it's a calling, you reach out and you reach out by phone and you're relational and you let the person know this is what's going on in my world and this is why I wasn't able to be there and this is my heart for this yeah. moment. And we teach people that. We, we don't expect everyone to be ready-made. Um, mm -hmm. We teach people how to communicate in that way it's because most people don't understand the power of their presence. So good. Um, so ways to eradicate anonymity, the ping. Ping. The ping. We ping them all. Um, so this is our word. Um, for text during the week. How can I be praying for you? This is our word for, hey, um, I saw on Facebook this happening in your life. Um, I want you to know I'm praying for you. I love you. Do you need anything? Pings are text messages. Pings are Facebook messages. Pings are Instagram messages, unless it shuts down like it did yesterday. Um, wrong. That's just wrong. Um, emails. Um, that's the ping. We, um, those are frequent things that actually doesn't take time, and we want every leader to get that every week. Yep. We want every leader to get pinged every week. Um, and then we go deeper. Handwritten thank yous. Um, when you see something that you just want to thank that person for and That's celebrate. Handwritten thank yous. Um, FaceTime them. If you're going to call and communicate something, um, FaceTime. That's just an added touch where they get to see your face. If you, don't, if you don't feel like you have space in that moment to FaceTime or you're driving or whatever, like video at a stoplight. Um, there are really creative ways to be relational, let people feel seen and known. And videos are magnificent. My husband is the king um, of sending videos and making people feel loved through that. And then go deeper still, face-to-face. Um, -face. Taco Tuesday with a bunch of people at once. Um, go to brunch. Um, yes, Taco Tuesday is fabulous. Um, do, um, do coffees together. Um, go to lunch on a Sunday and plan it ahead of time so you can get a lot of people together so they're not just connecting to you but to other people. Do one-on-ones, do um, two-to-ones, do like invite somebody to go with you to do that. So if you're gonna go meet with a leader on team, um, invite somebody else on team that you see as, a, as growing up as a leader and say, hey, come with me, I'm gonna go meet with this leader and tell them going in, these are questions I'm gonna yeah. ask. This is how I lean into this. I pray on the way, I pray afterwards. I always shoot a follow-up text so the person knows that that wasn't just a like, oh, a check off my list, right. but that that meeting mattered to me. Yeah. Um, so teach people how we do this together. So good. All right, Pastor Krista. You want to go next or me to go next? Doesn't matter. Okay. okay. Whomever. I'll go next. Do it. Okay. <laughs> awesome. How good was that, right? So good. Anonymity yeah. is so important. so important. And I think actually Pastor Courtney is one of the best at that. Yeah. yeah. I think she Incredible. does such a great job of making sure that people yeah. feel seen. So I, you inspire me. Um, okay, the next one is irrelevance. Um, and the, the question we ask here is, do people know why what they're doing matters? Mm -hmm. um, do they know why? Yeah. Um, I think this one's huge for us um, because Pastor Ben says this all the time, vision leaks. Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. Uh, if you're sick of saying it, your team's probably just now hearing it. Mm. Wow. Um, yes. so, make, so make sure that you keep saying it. Yes. Um, one of the most inspiring things to me about leaders that, that, I, that just fascinates me is, is um, some, like if, if how do I say it? If you're passionate about something and it's just flowing out of you naturally, nobody's ever going to get tired of hearing about it. Right? Yes. Yeah. You know, like I love that when I can, when I can see that in a leader, that's how our pastors are. Yeah. Man, anytime they're casting vision, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Why? Because it's so in them. Right. It's something that they're getting a download from heaven on and I can't get enough of it. 
Um, and so I want to be that kind of leader. Yes. And just like Pastor Courtney was saying, we can never assume that our team understands the why. Right. Don't ever assume. Um, You know, we've had the honor, the privilege to be in rooms like this. You and I have heard these messages before. We know our vision. It's in us. It's it's deep in us. But let's not assume that our team understands it the same way. Right. Yes. So so when you say like, hey, every story matters. This is what we're about. Don't assume that every single person on your team knows it like you know it. Wow. Yeah. Make sure that every time it comes out of you, it's fresh. Right. Don't rob someone on your team of the moment of really getting inspired yeah. by you yeah. and from you because yeah. you feel like they already know what you're going to say. Yes. Wow. Don't do that yeah. to so your team. Yeah. Don't, I don't want anybody to do that to me. Don't do that to your team. Mm. If anyone is around you, I just want to say right now, like Courtney was talking about, your presence is powerful. Yeah. yeah. And you're a leader in this environment. Yeah. We believe in you. We, yeah. we see all this in you. So yeah. every single person in this room, I just want you to know anytime yeah. someone's around you, yeah. don't rob someone else of the moment yeah. of getting inspired by yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that flow naturally from you. Share the vision yes. like it's the first time you're sharing yes. it. Um, and if that doesn't feel fresh to you right now, I would say get some time with the Lord yeah. and ha- ask him to remind you of the vision. Ask right. him to remind you of uh, why, why what you're doing matters. Yeah. Um, or get in front of another leader and say, hey, can you just remind me really quick? Yes. I need a refresher. Really yeah. I need to hear all over again yes. why this is so important. And, and it's not because I don't believe it anymore, but I just need to be reminded and inspired again. Can you yeah. just help me out here real quick? Like, make sure that you're doing everything you can so that this is fresh in you. Yes. Yeah. So that when you pour it out to someone else, you're pouring out something fresh yeah. into yeah. them. Um, and make it personal. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to irrelevance, like, and you're trying to explain to someone why yeah. it matters, make it personal for them. Mm-hmm. Um, an example would be like huddle brag-ons. Yes. Make that real. Yeah. You know, like really, really show somebody and teach someone what that can look like. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't just do it, teach it. I think Pastor Jess is really good at this. She yes. always said like when you're meeting with somebody, she gives really great language to this. Like don't just assume they know that you're teaching them something. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes we need to be more explicit and say like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to teach you something. Yeah. Not in a condescending way, yeah. but like, hey, are you? if you're open to this, I'd like to teach you why yeah. this matters. Use that exact language. Don't just assume that they get it. Right. Don't just assume that they know that, like, this is a moment right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, make sure it's clear. Like, I want you to know what I know because I want you to be better than I am. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of way our pastors lead, yeah. and that's how we need to lead, too. Um, and you can even, you know, the things that we run on as a church, we yeah. know what it means to be the honor guard. But does somebody else know what it means? Yes. When we say it's an honor to serve, um, mm-hmm. does the, do the people on your team feel the same way? Wow. And do they know why? Um, so make sure that you explain that well. Make sure that, you know, if those things are in you, make sure that you share that with the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's, here's a reason why that matters is, you know, as leaders, it's our job every week to connect the dots for people. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got a team full of incredible leaders every single one of them have these dots in their brain that need to be connected mm-hmm. every week. Um, yeah. We gotta let them know, this is That's why so we good. do this. This is why we get up at five in the morning. Yeah. This yeah. is why yeah. we ti- you know, we're tirelessly casting, this is why, this is why, this is why. We mm-hmm. connect all those dots for people. Well, when they leave church on Sunday, Monday through Saturday, the enemy is gonna work really hard to erase yeah. those lines yeah. that we connected. That's yeah. good. So this is why it's so important to never get tired of sharing the vision. Yeah. We can yeah. never get tired of repeating the same things over and over again because the enemy really works hard to erase them. Yeah. 
why do I know this is true? I've seen him do it in my life. Yes. I know that I know that I know that I know why, but it only takes a couple of moments where you might feel a little defeated, yeah. and all of a sudden the chips are down, and yeah. you don't remember why anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't let that be your story, mm-hmm. and don't That's let that be so the story good. of anyone on your team. Yeah. Make sure that the people around you... Yeah. Let yourself be known as the kind of leader who's going to fight to make sure that those lines don't get erased. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of leader I want to be. That's, yeah. the kind of, that's the kind of person I want to be as I follow my leaders. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't let the lines get erased yeah. for yourself, yeah. and don't let them get erased for your teammates. Um, and I think this is great with your peers, too, not just people you're leading. Help each other get yes. this right. right. Help yes. each other get this right. I think of, like, this is a silly example, but you guys know the moment when you're walking through the halls at school and your backpack's unzipped? Yes. It's embarrassing. It is. You don't want to be the person with your backpack unzipped. You don't. Okay, it's a silly example, no. but I, it just makes me, so it makes me laugh. Yeah. So help each other out. Like if you if you can tell that someone else like appear next to you, like Lacey, I'm gonna call Lacey if I'm feeling a little bit tired yeah. and my backpack's unzipped. Girl, can you help me out? Don't let me walk around <laughs> with my backpack nope. unzipped. Like help me, help me get this right. Awkward. Like help me get okay. this right. You're help each other you. get this right. Um, and then yeah. A reason this is so important, too, is people need to know why, they're, why what they're doing is valuable yeah. Yeah. and why it matters. Yeah. Um, and so the, the phrase we use here is, um, you know, if you start to see this in your leaders, um, it's a lot easier if I just kind of back off. Like, they can find someone else. They don't get it. They're not seeing it clearly. If, right. if you see someone on your team who's like, ah, uh, it's just whatever, you know, or they seem a little apathetic or they might seem like, you know, like Courtney was saying, maybe they maybe they canceled and they didn't really explain why or what's yeah. going on. There's something missing there. Yeah. It's not just that they can't be there. They're yeah. not seeing that they're actually vital. Yeah. Um, and the, the truth is, like, maybe they think something like this, I'm replaceable. Mm. Well, the reality is, like, yes, you are replaceable. But just because you're replaceable doesn't mean you're not vital. Yes, oh, yes. Good. And that's where it's important for us to, to yes. make sure that the, the vision and the why is there. Pastor yeah, Ben great. gives the example of a flashlight. Yeah. Batteries are vital to make the flashlight work. Batteries are also replaceable. Right. Yeah. That's okay, great. but it doesn't mean they're not vital. Right. The yeah. flashlight actually will not turn on. It yeah. will not yeah. work yeah. if the batteries are not there. Yeah. And so for our teams, um, make sure that they understand and know that their role is vital. Um, A great way to do that is to really explain to them why what they're doing matters so much. Um, And and as a leader, it can sound something like this. You know, hey, what you do every week actually gives me the space to do what I need to do every week. And so here's something that you're doing that is really making a way for someone else to experience Jesus. Um, I know like when we used to cast vision to to the sound booth, to the team back there, it's not just pushing buttons and making sure lyrics are on the screen. That's not how we cast vision. What we say is, what you do in putting those lyrics on the screen gives somebody who doesn't know any of these songs right. an opportunity to worship. Yeah. yeah. They get to actually say the words and sing the words yeah. with everyone else because yeah. those words are on the screen. The lights are right in the building. That's not important just because we need to make sure the lights are right. The reason why that matters is so that someone can walk into our room and yeah. feel the presence of God. Yes. They're not distracted by what's going on. They get to yeah. walk into this room and feel at ease yeah. because of the environment you've created yeah, right. with these lights. Hey, yeah. the sound is right. Well, that's not just important to us because we care about the sound being right. That's important because we want somebody to walk in right. and it just it's they can hear it. Yeah. They can feel it. Yeah. They can that's know great. that the presence of God is here. Yeah. So yeah. when we cast vision, we don't cast small vision. Right. Yeah. We cast big vision. Yeah. Yeah. We don't just scrape the surface. We yes. dig deep. Yeah. And yeah, so right. make sure that you don't assume your leaders know that. Yeah. And I would challenge yourself, don't disqualify it before you say it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of this. Like, you might already know this, but I just want to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Don't start it by yeah. assuming they already know. They might not already know. So I would say this, challenge yourself to just go for it. Yeah. Right. When you're casting vision, just go for it. Mm -hmm. Give it all you got. Cast it big. Make it large, because people respond to that. Right. People want to hear the big vision. Yeah. People want to know that there's big vision. People want to know yeah. that what they're doing matters. And you don't have to disqualify it before you start it. You yeah. don't have to yeah. disclaimer it. You don't have to say, hey, yeah. I bet you already know. I think you might, no, no, no. Erase all those words yeah. from your language as much as you can and just start with the vision. Give it confidently, go boldly with it, because that's what yeah. people respond to. Yeah. I know that's, that's what awesome. I respond to. Yes. I want to know that, like yeah. in and out, and I could eat that up all day long. Yeah. I don't care if I've heard it a hundred times. Yes. It's going to yeah. feel brand new every time yeah. Yeah. if you bring it with passion. Yeah. So yeah, I think an um, important thing is to don't assume. Yeah. Stir it in your heart so it's fresh. Yeah. And go at it fiercely. Yeah. You know, bring the vision as much as you can um, so we connect those dots for our teams. Yeah. And don't ever stop. Don't ever stop. Hit us up, Lacey. Awesome. Okay, so our three things so far, anonymity, irrelevance, and then the last one is M-measurement. 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 We are for sure that we made up all of these words, um, but it's yeah. awesome. M-measurement means making sure everyone knows clearly what the win is on your team. So not only do people need to be known, not only do they need to know why what they're doing is important, but they need to know that how they can win. All of right. us like to win. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We got to know how we're making success, how we're making progress without having to depend on someone else telling us you're doing a good job. Right. Yeah. Right. We need to be able to, to know I'm going to show up today and this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to participate and be a part and be vital. Um, and leave with a win this morning and so something that we say on the worship team a lot is a win is when someone walks out of our yeah. house and says I experienced the presence of God this morning yeah. that's a win so yeah. what do I have to do to create that what is our team going to do to create yeah. that this morning um, a win is not us just showing up and playing our instruments yeah that's yeah. not the win you know yeah. and and being a host out in the front is not a win is not just saying hello and hoping people have a great time. No, we, we want those things. That's awesome. That's like a pseudo win. But a win-win <laughs> would be someone walking in here and saying, wow, I felt loved yes, right? when I That's walked good. into this place. That's right? I yeah. felt valued when I walked into this place. And they might not use that language specifically, but we know what they're saying. Yeah. You know, Or yeah. when someone walks out of here and says, um, I just felt something different today. We yeah. know that's the presence of God, <laughs> yeah. you know, but someone might not know that language, but that's yeah. still a win. Like, yes, yeah. that's yeah. what we want people walking yeah. out of here with. And so our teams have to know when they walk in, our people on our team have to know when they walk in, what is a win today? Yes. Because no one likes to feel like you're just spinning your wheels mm -hmm. yes. yeah. or like you're just filling a role and doing the same thing over and over and over again. And because all of these people who are leaders, all of you in this room who are leaders, are here because you want to make a difference. Yes. yes. And because you know you've been called to this place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You weren't you don't you didn't come here to just spin your wheels and fill a spot. Yeah. It's much deeper than that. Yeah. And so I love this Pastor Ben um, shared this. Low expectations feel good in the moment, but kill leadership in right. the long run. That's right. Great. So we have to have high expectations yeah. for our team. And yeah. high expectations is telling someone what a win is, but even then following up with okay, we didn't quite hit the mark today. Yep. Here's how we can do that better yeah. next time. Here's what your expectation is. I know for me, oh, I, I love lists. 
all day long. Yes. I like an ABC order all yes. day long. You just tell me exactly what you need from me. I'll paint the wall exactly the color, exactly the shade, exactly the number of times you want me to paint it, but I need you to tell me what that is, <laughs> right? Like, if I'm just guessing, I'll, I'll shoot for the moon. I'm gonna probably miss, but I'll shoot for the moon. But eventually I'm gonna be like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. we got to keep high expectations on mm -hmm. our team. Right. And what Courtney and Chris have both have shared with anonymity and irrelevance is we've got to lean into people. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got to lean into people. So if someone on your team is showing up constantly late or they're showing up constantly unprepared, we can't, they can't be anonymous. Mm -hmm. We've got to know what's going on in their life. Yeah. They've got to know why when they're here that yeah. matters. But they've also got to know how they can win at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need you to show on, up on time because you're vital because I love you, yeah. <laughs> right? Like yeah. all of these things go yeah. together, anonymity, irrelevance, yeah. and measurement. And when we don't call people to a high standard, they detach faster. Mm, that's so good. really all of these things are because we love people, right? <laughs> because we love the people on our team. We're gonna help them understand what a win is. We're gonna hold them to a high expectation because we love them. Um, I used to be a teacher. You know, for like a year, it was a very random thing in my life. You go, girl. Um, but <laughs> taught so good. I, I taught kiddos with special needs, and something that I would always tell their, uh, their general ed teachers is they're going to rise to the expectation that you have of them. Mm -hmm. So if you look at a child or anybody, if you look at someone and all your expectation of them is that they're always going to be what they are, mm -hmm. that's what they're going to rise to, mm -hmm. right? But if you look at someone and say, hey, you're better than this. Yes. This is how you're better than this. And this is what I expect of you because I love you. People want to rise to that. Right. People want to, to go yeah. deeper into their calling. They want to be better. They want to have a high expectation. So we as leaders have to maintain a high expectation for people. Um, a huge win overall for any of our teams is when someone can re reproduce themselves in any situation. Yeah. If you know the win and then you can tell somebody else what the win is and help them win, that's like the ultimate of everything yep. that we're doing around here yeah. as leaders is for you to know the win, for them to know the win, and then to teach somebody else how to teach someone else to know a win yeah. and just keep reproducing and duplicating. Yeah. That's how we avoid a measurement. Um, something else that I love that I think about all the time that Pastor Ben shares, um, just to tag into with something Courtney and Chris have both said, Take notes on these things because they will pop up in your everyday. Yeah. And yeah. you can use them in your life, even yes. outside of yes. your bubble of what you might say is leadership. Yeah. You know? Um, you're always leading, you're never off, by the way. But <laughs> um, but what you praise gets repeated and what you allow gets infected. That's yeah. so good. What you praise gets repeated, what you allow gets infected. And so praise the things that you want to continue, but you also have to understand that what you allow and what you don't address is gonna keep growing. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. is, is going to keep flourishing yeah. in the negative way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, gotta, we wanna praise the things that are awesome and yes keep doing this but yeah let's also be bold enough and be brave enough courageous enough to say like hey this is how we got to get better because of the mission that we're on not just because you got to get better just for the sake of getting better mm -hmm. but because a you're called higher right and b the mission that we're on matters too much yep. for us to stay in the same yeah. spot yep. yes you know? um and then i love this do we love what the win is for our team do we love what the win is for our team. Yeah. Good. If we mm -hmm. can't present that with passion, we can't expect everybody else on our team yeah. to go passionately after that win. Yeah. Right. If we don't. Yeah. 
So we've got to go first. We, you hear that a lot in our environment as leaders. Every single person in this room has heard that a lot. Yeah. We go first. We go first. We go yeah. first. Well, what does that mean? We've got to lead with passion. Mm -hmm. We have to know what the win is. And yeah. just like Carissa was saying, if you forgot that, ask somebody. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to need yeah. to be reminded. It's okay to need yeah. to ask someone, hold up the mirror to my face so I can actually see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I can actually see yeah. what's real yeah. and not what my brain is doing yeah. weird things thinking yeah. about. Yeah. And so we're avoiding anonymity and I cannot say that I'm word. Anonymity. Immeasurement and irrelevance. Yes. So. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.